And I think if you're striving for like the it girl, it is. But I think if you're striving for your it girl, it isn't. Oh, <laughs> say it again. My name is Maya. I'm the co-host. Um, welcome to the four-year podcast where we break down each four year of college and give the advice we wish we knew. This is the junior year podcast, the year where the finish line is so close yet so far away. This is the episode where we're going to cover topics such as burnout, buckling down, seeing friends graduate, and overall owning your own growth. Hi, my name is Julia. I'm the co-host and I'm really excited to have our guest speaker, Lauren. Yes, Lauren Webb. She is a junior here at HPU, majoring in communications. With I just found out, she's minoring <laughs> in sustainability. She is also a CA on campus, so she's seen it all, and she's here to share her wisdom. Yeah, yeah. So welcome, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I didn't want to like put you on the spot and be like, Lauren, tell us who you are. <laughs> so I have a question for you. What's up? What is something you wish people knew more about you? Okay, so it's really funny because I. I actually think about this a lot, and then like when you kind of like, um, were kind of like you know prepping me for like the the podcast earlier, I was like, what is something that I wish more people knew about me? <laughs> mm-hmm. Because like I'm I'm honestly like a really open person. Um, I'm not like too secretive about like my personal life or anything, and so I genuinely like I don't know because I kind of tell people like what I want them to know about me. Yeah, and I don't wish people knew any more about me because I'm really good at just like disclosing the information that I want you to know about me okay so for <laughs> listeners who are, don't go to school with you or never okay. met you oh no <laughs> and something we didn't mention already what do you want else do you want to add oh oh this is scary um <laughs> i don't know i'm just that i've kind of grown into myself uh, or like grown into in college is i'm kind of like learning about and like understanding my understanding my passions and um, so I think I love to let people know that I'm what I'm passionate about and I'm really passionate about people and planet um, hence the whole communications and sustainability thing so I'm really passionate about people and like their well-being and also like planet the planet and its well-being as well if that makes any sense that makes <laughs> total that. sense yeah so I don't know that's that's a fun little piece of information about me nice <laughs> so yeah um, what is something you learned from your freshman and sophomore year that you're applying to your junior year? Oh geez. Okay, so this is gonna sound like really bad at first, mm-hmm. but um, in my earlier years of college, something that I learned about myself that I was not super aware of is that like I'm actually so bad at time management um, and like organizational skills and like knowing my own limits and boundaries. Like, had no concept of those things at all whatsoever when I first started college and so starting college was like a super like it was eye-opening for me um in like a lot of ways but also like specifically in this way um and so now that I'm kind of like aware of that I'm understanding that I'm not a superhuman that I can't do everything (laughs) and that I do have to like set limits for myself and um so I think as I've as I've gone through college I've started to like know my own limits and know my own boundaries and kind of like um, understand like how my my personal brain works um, so for example like one of the things that I've learned is that like I'm very much like an out of sight out of mind person so like if I cannot see something I will 100% forget about it am I calling you all right no Julia <laughs> yes um, this is a podcast you can't see my face <laughs> but this is a little bit too real of a conversation right now that I am facing that I was sharing the senior year podcast oh by gosh. very much like out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Online classes, no. classes I see, I don't see them every single week. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. Can't do it. Um, I am very much behind in a lot of my classes. Oh, Mom yes. and dad, you have not heard this. <laughs> Future job people. You have not heard this. You have not heard this. <laughs> but it's like, if I go to class every single day, I'll get the work done. 110% effort. But I say yes to way too many things. Yeah. Today, literally had a teacher tell me, you need to do less stuff yeah. and not commit to everything. Yeah. Because that's why you're not doing well right now. I was like, you are 110% right. Mm-hmm. And I still don't know how to do that. 
I mean, the advice was given you to like two hours ago, so you got a while. <laughs> it's okay. You're not. You don't have to do it right now. That's yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> it is sinking in. It's yeah. definitely fun though, because that's like a conversation I had with like my boss like last semester. She's like, dude, like you're burning out, and I was like, am I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Know. But I think that's a thing that a lot of people who are striving to be successful is trying, trying to be the best. Because I think all three of us, I would like to say, we're trying to be. Good students. We're trying to be good leaders.、Mm-hmm. We're trying to be like good people, and we want to do amazing in everything. And we're—I like to call this very talented. And we are not lazy. We want to do so much, but it's hard because you can't do everything. And if we say to too much, say yes to too many things,、mm-hmm. you seem to like drop the ball on a couple things. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, no, I had this conversation with my mom last semester on the phone, and I just remember having my first mental breakdown of the semester. <laughs> and、oh, happens. And I was like calling her. I was just like, I feel like I've been doing so much, but not enough, and I can't do anything about it. All I'm doing is sitting back and watching myself disappoint myself. God called me out. I've learned also like、um, recently, especially now that I'm kind of like aware of that, sticky notes are literally my best friend.、Mm. Like I write everything on sticky notes, and I have like a cork writer in my room, and I like I have so many sticky notes just like everywhere in my room, but also I keep them in like every single bag that I use with like a sharpie or like a pen or something. My favorite method of sticky note is the sharpie, like because if I just like write in pen, you know, it's kind of small, so I write it in like big black sharpie. I'm like this date. This is what you have to do. I love that. I post them everywhere. I keep them like with me like almost all times. I think currently in my backpack,、um, I accidentally moved it to like somewhere else. I don't have any with me right now. Good thing I haven't been assigned anything today. <laughs> But like definitely like I'm, I'm the type of person who like, I have like、um, biweekly or bi, bi-monthly I guess like、mm-hmm. one-on-one meetings with my boss,、um, and so every time she tells me to do something, I'm like always like. Pause. Let me write this down. Otherwise, I will forget to do it. And actually, that's like another thing that I've like, kind of like learned in, like throughout like kind of like discovering that I am like out of sight, out of mind.、Mm-hmm. Is that like you have to be open with people about that, so like that they can like set like realistic expectations for you,、yeah. um, because it helps like them to hold you accountable as well. But also like just so they know like hey like, it's not saying that I can't do this, but it is something I'm gonna have to like work extra hard at. So like. Pause. Like, let me let me write this down so I can actually like have it in my brain and understand that I have to do this. I think that's a good conversation that a lot of people need to learn is that telling your boss or your teacher, whoever it is,、um, how you work and the reason why you're not doing well is because X, Y, and Z. And tell them like, I'm not just trying to make excuses. I'm not being lazy. Realizing that like, if you did turn in something late. It is still your fault, regardless what happened,、mm-hmm. and accept whatever the teacher decides to do. But be very transparent that hey,、um, I don't really do well in this, so I would appreciate if you could help me, or if it's a friend in class. Like I had a friend in class who wrote me a to-do list for the rest of the semester, and every time I check off stuff, she sends me a little gif that said good job. Um, so cute. <laughs> it is really cute.、Um, shout out to Molly. Thank you. Oh, Molly. <laughs> and so it's. That really helps me, and then even like my workplace, I realize like I tell my coworkers,、um, remind me to take out the trash, or else I'm gonna forget, or remind me to make this because I'm gonna forget. Yeah. So that was really helpful because then now we know like this is how we're gonna work, and so I don't forget things, and、yeah. that works. Like I totally tell people, I'm like, just let you know, like I'm I am prone to forgetting, and like I I do my things to like you know make sure I remember, but like sometimes like I drop the ball, like I'm、mm-hmm. human, and so I always tell people like. I think a lot of people are hesitate or hesitant to like remind you to do things, and I'm always like, no, please like, please do remind me. Like, I will never be offended if you say, hey, like, I mean, obviously like approach it in like a, a decent way. Like, don't just tell me like、For、you、sure. forgot to do this, but like,、yeah. you know, like I will never mind if you come and say like, hey, like, just checking in. Like, have you done this yet or whatever? Like, because chances are like I, I probably did forget, and I'm really grateful that you reminded me because it's something that I do want to do. I just. What can I say? I got a messy brain. Like,、yeah. <laughs> you know, there's a lot going on up there. You know, there's not like always room for everything. I don't know, but yeah, that's that's been like a massive, massive. Like, I'm starting to like restructure like my entire room organization based on like me like realizing that I'm like if I don't see something, I will not realize that I have it or have to do it or like whatever else.
Many college students pick up side hustles and create their own small businesses. Mia Blanchett has her own blog about mental wellness, sustainability, and lifestyle. Additionally, she has her own Etsy shop, Perfectly Pinay, where she creates stationery and crafts. Find her on Instagram at Mia Blanchett. That's M-I-A-B-A-L-I-N-G-I-T to learn more. No, I actually love that. I love that you know that about yourself and you learn that from your past selves yeah. in school. I think that's a really important lesson that everyone should like pay attention to in themselves because what your freshman self and your sophomore self tells you, you should really listen because that's the only way you're going to make it a senior year. Yeah, basically like you, I mean in general in life, like you have to be like willing and able to like learn from your past selves and like grow from that. Mm -hmm. And I think I think one of like the most important things you can do in life is like fess up to your own mistakes and like the shortcomings that like you know you have and have had and mm. still will have because like we're not perfect um yeah I think it's like so incredibly important to like be able to admit your own weaknesses and mistakes and stuff so that way you can be like hey like ask for like accountability or just like also like hold yourself accountable you know like face yeah. the hard truths and actually it's something I've started like doing like like within like job interviews and stuff like you know it's it's internship season so I've like been going through like all of my my interviews and whatnot and um you know everybody's like don't lie on your resume and stuff and I'm in general like I'm a, I'm a pretty honest person like I'm not a, afraid to like admit like super hard truths and stuff and so when my interviewers like ask me like like what's like a weakness that you have you know I think a lot of people like go at it with like shallow weaknesses or something but like mm -hmm. I've started just being like dude time management is like it does not come naturally to me and it's not saying that i can't do it because i've learned skills but, like i have to work at time management i have to work at organization which is okay because i i know that i have to put the work in and i'm i'm willing to do that and i want to do that but like my brain is not just like naturally wired for that mm -hmm. and i think i've gotten actually like a lot of like really positive responses like in interviews for that so like i'm not trying to be like you know advice use this but like <laughs> it's been working for me so yeah i don't know <laughs> No one has ever told me that. They said you should go for something like public speaking. When you're in college, you make friends with different years. Um, you make friends with like sophomores, juniors, no matter where you're at. And, you know, some of your friends, they start to graduate. Um, what is your experience with that? Like seeing your friends like move on and you're like, take me with you, but I'm not there yet. What is your experience with that? Um, it's kind of funny because actually the majority of my friends are like are like within like my like my own year mm -hmm. um, So we all have like the same graduation date um, But like one of like my really close friends um, Like I have like a few senior friends, but like the one that I like hang out with consistently um, Is graduating in May and I'm really sad mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna miss her because like she's part of like my little like best friend trio um, And yeah, like I think it's um It's interesting to like watch her go away because like Maya I know you can relate to this military kid life like I'm usually the one like leaving so it's mm, like yeah. I hate being on the other side I don't like it's it. awful yeah it's not fun at all I didn't know what I was leaving like what what they were going through when I was leaving like nope dude I know like no. I had to I learned that like in high school and I was like ooh, like this sucks like this is this is what happens every time I, dang I'm so sorry for you guys guys <laughs> I went to elementary school that was next to the military base so i would make friends with all the military kids because Big <laughs> i know and then like every few years they would leave me and i'd be like i don't have friends i don't like the people in my class not in like a personal way it was just like i got along with you the best and now you're leaving me what's happening <laughs> i don't think but it's funny because i don't think that we realize that like because we're just so used to it. We're like, mm -hmm. oh, I've got to leave again. Like, whatever. Like, it's not a huge deal. Because, like, I, for me, I was always on a military base. So I made friends with other, mili other military kids. So we already knew the deal. Like, we're going to be friends for three years. We're going to part our ways <laughs> and if we run into each other, that's cool. cool. But that's most likely not going to happen. But it's funny because I didn't, I had, like, a really untraditional like, military kid upbringing. So I've never lived on base. Like, I was born on one. And then after that, like, I've never lived on base um, yeah, I've never had that experience. Like I've been like, like I've gone to base and stuff like that, but like I've never like lived on one before. Um, and so like all of like the people that I would make friends with, like were never military. And so I'd be like, 
I, they just didn't know and I was like so you know I, it was like my normal life so I wouldn't tell people and then all of a sudden they're like oh I'm moving and they're like you're wedding <laughs> and I'm like gotta gotta go as per usual like what do you mean yeah. they're like oh I've been here my whole life and I'm like yeah right like I didn't realize that like, <laughs> because like I because I was like the only like military kid growing up like that I knew mm-hmm. I literally didn't realize it was like a not normal way of life until I was like probably in middle school maybe even high school honestly yeah <laughs> Um, but sorry, back to like the original question, with, like the whole yeah, it's just it's just weird to watch people go, mm-hmm. um, and I'm excited for like my friends, and I think it's also important to have like friends that are older than you, so you can kind of like learn from their own like stages, you know, because it's like what you're going to be going through soon, and so you know, watching like my senior friends apply to grad school or jobs or whatever, and getting tips on them or from them on like when to apply to certain things or like um, if there was something that like they applied for as a junior or whatever that like. Um, they got or like they didn't get but they think it's like a really cool opportunity and then like they're able to be like oh like I did this my junior year or like I wish I would have done this my junior year or whatever Mm -hmm. it's so important to have people in your life that are older than you so you can learn from them like it's yeah one of my like one of my biggest life tips honestly (laughs) no like literally we were talking about this um just outside like I was talking like Julia even our old friend Jalen she when she was a senior she was always like don't do this when you're in your senior year don't take this class don't do that internship. Like, exactly. Like they, she knew the the, the road for mm-hmm. MassCom. My junior year, actually my sophomore and junior year, she was one year above me. So always ask her like, should I just switch to MassCom? She was like, no, your communication major in the MassCom is very similar. Do not switch. You don't have room in your degree plan to switch. Just take both classes and you will be okay. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I asked her like should I take this class? She's like, no, you should take these classes. They're hard. They're not easy, but you will learn so much from it. Mm-hmm. And it was really nice to hear all this advice from her. And even the people who don't have like friends who are seniors or a year older, at least talk to some people in your class. Like even if it's just the person you ask for a pencil for, just tell them, hey, I'm gonna sign up for classes for next semester. Um, have you taken these classes before? Have you had this professor before? It's just really nice to know because you don't want to sign up something that you had no idea, mm-hmm. right? You don't want to sign up something you thought was going to be easy, but it's actually going to be a hardest class yeah. or maybe a teaching style that you're not going to do well in. So I feel like your senior year like lineup of classes is really important because you can't drop it. You have to finish your year and if you pass, you graduate and if you don't you're there for another semester <laughs> and like, that's a lot of money that's yeah. a lot of money so you want to be really picky about like the classes you take in your final year because you want to know like am i going to finish like it's the what's it called the finish line it's yeah. close it's close <laughs> i don't want to like mess up now you know yeah. what i mean so like it's good to get that advice from your senior friends Going on studying, um, you know, we all have school and we have work and we do our clubs and internships, like you said, are coming up. Um, sometimes it can feel a little overwhelming when you're trying to juggle it all together and manage it all at once. Um, what is your experience with trying to, like, manage it all? Oh, man. Because <laughs> you said you have a hard time managing your time, right? Oh, absolutely. I have a hard time managing my time and I have a hard time, like, knowing, like, my, my limits. Um, two things that are just, like, a, a fatal combination. Same here. <laughs> um, it's, I would avoid, uh, or I would recommend avoiding this, co- like, combination at, like, literally all costs. Um, <laughs> whatever you can do to get rid of it, get rid of it. Um, but that being said, um, I actually had a lot of experience with, with this, like, last semester. Um... So last semester, let me just kind of give you like an overview of like what I did. I, I was working an internship for um, for the comms practicum. Mm-hmm. So I had that. Um, I have like my CA job. I was president of our Christian student organization. Um, I was involved in another club called Leaders for Sustainable Future. Um, I think I had something else going on. See, I had so much going on that I literally can't remember like what everything I had going on. On top of like personal stuff and like, you know, trying to like, flounder to like find like what I want to do with my life and and all this other type of stuff right maintaining like my social life and like my family life and all the other lives that I live and blah 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 my still like you know having time for myself and um I died like I was so dead like I I like I I was not doing well Mm -hmm. um at the end of like fall semester junior year and I had kind of been like working my way to that point for a little because I didn't have like a lot of um 
I'd have like a lot of like opportunities in high school to like to get involved in things and same like throughout like my entire life you know moving around a lot like I didn't really have like um, a chance to get like super involved in like a community or like engaged or anything like that and so I came to college and I was like oh my gosh like all these opportunities like I'm gonna like you got in them. involved in a lot of different mm -hmm. things I, I remember did. when I first met you <laughs> I was like this girl is doing everything <laughs> yeah I was, I was like in the candy store I was like Oh my god, like yeah. this is, whoa, so much is going on, like this is so fun. And you excelled in everything you did. <laughs> if I remember, I you were homeschooled, right? Um, For a little bit, For yeah. a little bit, but like, because I was homeschooled too, mm -hmm. so like I remember freshman year, I was like saying like I want to get involved in everything, yeah. I did this Christian student organization with you, it's at our campus and all this stuff, and you just like, I just want to get out there, mm -hmm. and I want to get my hands on everything and get this experience, you know, because sure. it wasn't a part of high school. If I think that's... You should do that your freshman, sophomore year. You should try everything. But you shouldn't stick to everything your all four years. You mm -hmm. should pick a couple of things you really love and you really want to get involved in and then drop the rest. Yeah, that's actually mm -hmm. really good advice. Um, but unfortunately for me, because like I did everything and I tried to stick with everything, um, I actually ended up like the spring semester, like I dropped all of my responsibilities. Like I, like I'm not leading anything anymore. I'm not really involved with any clubs anymore. And it's like, on one hand, it's really, really like disappointing. Like I'm disappointed in myself. Like I feel like I've let myself down, you know? Cause I was like, oh, like, I took on all these things and I should have been able to like, like handle them but also in a lot of things like I was I was going out stuff alone like I didn't have like a super lot of support um and like that's a lot like it's a lot to like be like in like a lot of leadership positions and like not have um like support within those positions you know like, like I obviously had friends who were like there for me and stuff but like not really people who were like super involved in like the clubs I was involved in like the positions that I was in or whatever you know um and so it was like it was like super draining and it was just so much and so I am um, I remember I had this like conversation with my boss because I was like slacking in my job a lot because I was just so exhausted and drained and I was like something's got to change and she was like yeah dude like <laughs> something's got to change and so she encouraged me to like write down what was it it was like um what you want to do or like what oh, what was it it was like what you want to do what you are doing and then like what you're actually like capable of doing um and like I'm I'm all about like wait pause pausing Tell that to me one more time. I'm gonna write this down. <laughs> um, it's like it's like what kind of like what you are signed up for, like what you're able, like what you're doing at the moment, and then like what you like actually like, want to do, and then like what you actually can do. I'm gonna do this when I get home. <laughs> there we go. You're, you're welcome. Uh, actually, you can um, you know. Thanks, my boss. Love you, Lauren. Um, my boss's name is Lauren as well. Sorry, that I was not supposed to be the person. <laughs> um, and uh, maybe I got the first one wrong. Maybe it was like something that you should do or something like that. I can't remember. But basically, like the the two that it ended with was like what you want to do and then like what you're actually like able to do. Um, and like I said, I was I'm like I'm I'm all about like facing like hard personal truths. And so like like going through that list and being like, wow, like I like I'm not able to do any of this very humbling massive hit to my ego can't lie mm. <laughs> it was like a big big old big old right hook to my pride um which is fine very humbling humility is a good thing um but yeah so i i literally like i gave up like all of like my leadership positions and i um stepped down from a lot of things and it was it was so difficult because i felt like so ashamed i was like like i'm not doing enough and um I spoke to like a lot of like mentor figures in my life that I have and they said like the same thing as you, you Julia they were like dude like you were so involved in like doing everything and like you don't have to do that and it kind of made me realize that I was like like working to earn like love and admiration and things that like you shouldn't have to work for because you don't have to work for them you know like um and I realized that I was totally like idolizing like this whole sense of like like this whole sense of like people like loving me and adoring me and things like that and I don't think I realized that because in my, my head I was just like I love leadership opportunities because I do and I love mentoring people because I do but I had gotten too focused on what I got out of it versus like what I was putting into it I think um and so 
I, yeah, I made the decision to step down. Um, cried a lot, <laughs> but it's good. And it's, um, I totally feel like a lot more free like the spring semester mm -hmm. um just because like I'm, I'm just like i'm not doing as much and i'm learning to say no and set boundaries and things um which has been really really like really so difficult it doesn't come naturally to me at all and like you're saying julia like I, I want to do everything like like you know i just want to be involved in everything and do everything and and have like all the experiences i can possibly have um but like that's just it's just not realistic and mm -hmm. it's okay to limit yourself mm -hmm. you can't maintain something like that forever yeah for sure yeah. um when i did an internship at summit media shout out to stacy um she told me that it's like a trifecta you can only do good in two things in this triangle one of them is their social life Another one could be like work, school, your career, and the other one is your mental health. Mm -hmm. And mm. so you can only pick two to excel in at a time. And if you pick your social life and your career and your school, um, your mental health will start to go down because you don't give enough time to yourself. But whereas you pick your maybe your mental health at school, you might start seeing your social life a little bit lacking, you might not see your friends as much, mm -hmm. or your family as much. So you really have to prioritize which one do you want, and I think the advice I'm going to add to it is don't just stick to two of them the entire time. Realize there's a time to work, there's a time to have fun, and there's a time to take care of yourself. And know when to prioritize what. Mm, like rotate, like when rotate. to swap out. Exactly. I like that. That's actually really good. Actually, you mentioned taking care of yourself, and like that's something I struggle with a lot because mm -hmm. I'm very much like I shouldn't have to like have any maintenance. I should just be able to do things, go go go, all the time. Um, and yeah, like learning to like like learning about self care in college, and like beyond just like oh my gosh, like I did a face mask and drink my water. Like actually, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like actually, like okay, like doing like putting in like the hard work, like setting boundaries and knowing your limits and like mm -hmm. understanding your weaknesses and like you know what I mean? Like that stuff is like. Ugh, I hate it. It's not fun, <laughs> but it's good and it's good for you. Um, and yeah, I think, I think like self care honestly is really frustrating because I feel like sometimes it gets really overwhelming, you know, mm -hmm. to have to be like, oh my gosh, like there's so much that it takes to like maintain like. I feel like it's over commercialized if anything. Yeah, it's absolutely. Almost, like you said, the face mask, drink your water, the it girl on yeah. TikTok, like work out every day. Eat you don't have to be the it girl. It's no. okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's like Separate. an unreasonable expectation. It's okay. She really is. I think I was living the it girl life during the pandemic in a sense of I made my own food. I was drinking smoothies. I was working out at my own garden. I was drawing and painting. But that because I had no social life. So I can only prioritize one thing. And right now, I'm the exact opposite of that. <laughs> my mental health is not doing well. But hey, my social life in school is doing great. But I know, like we mentioned, like the concept of like the egg girl and stuff, and I, I've actually thought about this a lot, and I don't think like there should be like one standard for the egg girl. Like I think the egg girl should be like personalized to each person. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like for example, like you know, with like my, my struggles with, like time management and organization, like out of sight and out of mind and stuff. Um, I really struggle also with like spatial organization, so like keeping things like. Um, super like neat and tidy and stuff and again it's not that i can't do it i just have to like work harder for it um and i think you know like within like the it girl there's this like whole thing of like having like a super clean room everything's like put away like you know what i mean like nothing's out but i'm like if i live like that like if i put all of my stuff in containers and whatever like i'm not like, i'm gonna forget i have everything and so back to like the whole like um organizing like my room to work with like my out of sight out of my personality like I have I have to keep things out. I can keep things out in like an organized manner, but I have to have things out where I can see them. And so I've learned that like it's okay if I keep like my everyday hair care and skincare products out like where I can see them. And they're not just like strewn about, like they're like in like one specific spot, but like they're not like in my drawer or like in my bag or like in like my medicine cabinet or like wherever else. You know what I mean? Like the books and the journals I use every day, like they're they're out. Like the clothes that I wear most often are like 
in like a place that's easily accessible to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I keep a lot of things out for me to see because if I don't like, like I'm gonna have to like search for them and then I'm just gonna get like really messy and then I'm gonna get like really overwhelmed. <laughs> it's not gonna be a fun time for me. But yeah, I think, I don't think the, I said earlier like the it girl is like an unreasonable expectation. And I think if you're striving for like the it girl, it is. But I think if you're striving for your it girl, it isn't. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, say it again. Oh my gosh. Put that on the t-shirt. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> Actually, that's so true. I think mm. in college, you really have to figure out who you are as a person, not within your family, because a lot of times you leave your family for the first time, mm. and you have to discover who you are without your friends that you grew up with. and what you believe in and all these different things and you have to strive for like what are your own goals what do you really believe in and all these other things to discover for your very first time yeah i didn't know what like mental health care was and like self-care was until after i started school um college specifically absolutely yeah um because i was like i'm at home my mom takes care of me you know she makes my meals life is great yeah and laundry is free didn't know that was a luxury oh, don't even get me started <laughs> But then you come to school and like you have to take care of yourself, not just mentally but like physically, and you like I just prioritize that. Yeah. I eat, I sleep, and I work, I survive. I'm doing great, but my mental health is just like, what about me? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know. And that's probably I think everyone can relate to like junior fall semester specifically. Dude, that killed me. <laughs> if you looked around, everyone was just like we on the dying. floor. Yeah. For sure, like my junior year, fall semester, that was really, really rough for me. I mean, it didn't get easier for me after that because I didn't make it easier for myself. <laughs> but it is definitely a time to grind and you know what, maybe you have to sacrifice hanging out with your friends. Maybe it will get tough for a little bit, but once you get through it, it shows I am that strong. I can do that. Mm -hmm. I just did it. and. It was rough, but you just did it, and you can be proud of yourself. Hey, I hope you're enjoying the episode, but I have a quick little announcement to make. We are on Instagram. Our username is 4years underscore podcast. Make sure to follow it so you can get updates on our podcast. We ask questions weekly so you can have a chance to participate in our episodes, so make sure to keep an eye out for that. Once again, our username is 4years underscore podcast. Enjoy the rest of the episode. I know you are you you are into your faith a lot, and I mm -hmm. do want to talk about this um, on the podcast because this isn't a podcast where we shy away from this kind of conversation. Absolutely, I love it. And we shouldn't. It. So, I want to ask: like, does your faith play a role into how you do with stress in college? And if so, how? Yeah, like absolutely, one hundred percent. My faith has to do with everything in my life. Um, I guess going back to the very first question, like, what do you like? What do I want people to know about me? And I think first and foremost, like. I love Jesus like with my whole heart. Um, he's by far like the most important person in my life, and I um, I strive to prioritize my faith above all else because ultimately like, that's the thing that like keeps me going most. Um, and I think definitely like there's been like seasons in college where like I obviously like, haven't prioritized that because like sometimes like life can take take precedence over like over like that relationship um, and like and like your faith and. Um, I'm definitely in the worst places, like when I'm not prioritizing my relationship with the Lord. Um, like 100%, I'm not doing well, like if I'm not prioritizing that relationship or or in conjunction with relationships that honor Him. Mm. Not saying that I don't have like friendships like with like um, people who, like, who, aren't, who aren't believers, like aren't like honoring as well, but like definitely like I try um, to definitely keep those relationships with people who are believers um, because then we get to like we encourage each other in the faith and, and um, you know hold each other accountable um, to the standard that like we know that we want to live in our lives mm -hmm. um, and I think actually something that I've 
recently started doing is taking the Sabbath really seriously. Oh. Um, so it's definitely been really hard, but I kind of, I also like work um, in, in a way that it's like, if I have a deadline, like I'm, I know I'll be able to meet it. And so like me telling myself like, okay, like you absolutely cannot do any schoolwork on Sundays. I have to get my like my work done before Sunday now. Like there's there's no way for me to be like, oh like I'll just do it on Sunday. Like no, like it has to be done like by Saturday because like you are resting on Sunday. And I think rest, um, it doesn't have to like look like traditional like Shabbat where like you know you can't like take like this many steps. Like you have to like cook all your food before or whatever. Um, in my mind and like in my faith, like rest is like it's like anything that I can do with. Um, like just in general or like with others that like honors God and is like respectful like to me and like my faith and my body. Mm -hmm. um, and so like I'll go to the beach or like I'll go on a walk or like I'll hang out with friends and like play games or like whatever, like, you know, it's anything that's like not like me having to be like, oh, like gotta work, like gotta meet this deadline, like gotta do this, whatever. Um, and I, I really wanna sit here and tell you like, anytime I'm stressed, like I turn to the Lord and like he just solves all my problems and like, but that's not the truth by any means. Um, I definitely, I get in this argument with God a lot where I'm like, I can do it. Like, I've got mm. this, it's in my hands. You're like, you don't have to worry about me. But like, that, that, that's like his job. Like, what the, like yeah. that's so dumb, Lord, what the heck? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, there's no point in like, trying to keep everything from God when like, he's like ultimately like the, the one thing that will like sustain you. Um, yeah, so my faith is, it's like the biggest part of my life, honestly. Um, and because of that, it totally like bleeds over into college. Um, but yeah, I, I, I wish <laughs> that I was more of like, like an it Christian girl or whatever, but like that's mm. not the truth. Like I get into arguments with God all the time. Um, I tell him how I'm really feeling a lot. <laughs> um, and... Um, I think it's good, and I think it's like a really beautiful relationship that I have, where I'm able to be like honest and um, express like my frustrations and my anger with him and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, because God is big enough for that. He's big enough to hold your hand, but he's also big enough to take your punches. Um, so definitely don't shy away from that. But um, that's actually really good. <laughs> I never even thought about it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just like, I'm when I'm ever so like angry. I feel like I'm not allowed to be angry at the Just yeah. like, why should I? You I know. know what I mean? Yeah. I just like keep it to myself, and I just try to deal with it, and then I'm just like, but I'm not. I'm not talking to him. I'm not. I'm not. You're hiding things out. from him. I'm hiding things. But he knows. Like he knows your heart. So like, what's the point? What's the I, point? You're I, right. I think in college is where I have to like find my faith outside of my family. Mm -hmm. I still live at home, so it's just like if I don't go to church, all my family <laughs> knows, and they will. <laughs> not be the happiest about that but i think it's the first time where they're not constantly watching me all the time and i have to ask myself why do i personally believe in all of it and not just my faith in god and christianity but specifically every little thing like how do i stand on um relationships how do i stand about drinking how do i stand about drugs and partying like what is okay what's not like you said, finding friends and like, what does that mean? Like, can I not hang out with people who drink or can I? Am I allowed to participate? And I think it's very interesting and in how when you get to college within, with any religion or even if they're not religious, knowing like, what do you actually believe in and why do you believe it? Is it because your parents taught you or do you believe it yourself? Mm. Yeah. And I think I like argued with God on a lot of it because I was like, God, I don't understand this. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Why can't I do this? This looks like fun. It doesn't seem harmless. Look, I'm doing it now. I seem okay. <laughs> like, oops, sorry. Shouldn't have done that. But now I know. And it's like a constantly, like, conversation with God. Like, is this okay or not? I'm not sure. I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah. Well, actually, like, Angelic, I know you know this, but, like, um, like, in general, like, your relationship with God should never prevent you from hanging out with people. Unless, obviously, they're being toxic, abusive, like, all that type of stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, have some respect for yourself as well. Like, you know, get out of that situation. But, like, 
in general, like your your relationship with the Lord should never prevent you from hanging out with people um, or getting to know people or loving people or anything like that. Um, and so actually the majority of my friends here at college like are believers, like they don't have any faith. Um, or if they do, they have like a faith like different than mine, which is totally okay. And I've, I've almost like learned more from them than I have like from like my own like believer friends, um, as well as like, you know, like they've given me like a lot of life lessons and like they've made me question so much, mm-hmm. which is terrifying, <laughs> but <laughs> really good. I mean, it's like healthy it's in the same way. But there's like that one question that you keep asking, do I believe it for myself mm-hmm. or is it because of the way I was raised? And I think honestly, like having those conversations with like non-believers and like keeping an open mind and like welcoming that into your life. It reaffirms you. It reaffirms you. It's comforting to know that it's my faith because I chose it for me. Yeah, exactly. My parents didn't, they can't walk my faith for me. Yeah, How are they going to choose for me? Exactly. You know, so. And like even now, like, especially like, you know, I, I moved out like pretty young and I got to like kind of like grow my own faith and, and develop my faith like away from my family which is which I'm like really grateful for and even though like my parents are still believers like my faith is completely different than theirs like our, our faith walks look totally different which mm-hmm. isn't necessarily like, always a bad thing I think um everybody's relationship with God looks different and like that's okay like you know like he made us to be different and so his relationship with everybody like will be different um so it's been really good like to like the longer I've like stayed out of my house, like the more obviously I've grown in my faith, but the more I've been able to talk about that as well. Um, and understand like not only what it means to me, but how to tell people as well. Um, and not necessarily in the sense of like evangelizing or whatever, but like I like I don't participate in like recreational drug use and like I don't like drink to get like wasted. Um, and like I like I'll go to parties and stuff, but like I'm like I'm like the DD, you know, like I'm out here like, okay, like who needs to ride home? Like, like that's my role. And I still honestly have like a lot of fun with my friends. And I think it's actually really cool because there's this like whole idea that like in college, like everybody's gonna like peer pressure and be like, you gotta drink, like you gotta try this drug or like whatever. But like, dude, I have the most respectful friends here. Like when, like they're so respectful of like my faith and like my personal boundaries. And, mm-hmm. and anytime like they're out like doing drugs or like whatever, or like, drinking or like whatever else they're doing and they're like you want to come and i'm like yeah but you know i'm not gonna do do this i'm gonna do this instead and they're like yeah totally cool there's never once been any pressure put on me by any of them to do something i don't want to do once (laughs) (laughs) i think once you notice people around you are pressuring you to do things you clearly don't want to do and you have clearly expressed you don't want to do them that's a red flag you don't need them in your life mm-hmm. I'm not saying you have to unfriend them totally but like realizing that maybe you don't have to hang out with them all the time no 100 percent. absolutely i was about to say like my brother he's about to go to school so proud he's graduating high school Yay. next month and I gave him, he, I was giving him some like, you know, big sister advice, like college. And I was telling him like, you know, my dad made me promise freshman year that I was never going to drink. <laughs> and honestly, that's, college is college. <laughs> Sorry, dad. Sorry, dad. <laughs> I didn't do anything crazy, just disclaimer. But college is college and there has to be a reasonable set of expectations. So I was talking to my brother, I was like, my dad's probably gonna make you make this promise, but my honest advice is if you are going to drink, know who you're drinking with. Be very careful with the people you surround yourself when you decide to take that drink. You know, like you said, they shouldn't pressure you into doing more than you can handle. If they're going to make you look like an idiot, yeah. that's not the people you want to be hanging around. Public humiliation is not fun. You it's not be, cool. It's not. You shouldn't be getting left behind. So for me, I had a rule. If I was going to drink, it was going to be with these people because I trust them. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't leave me behind. When I turned 21, the person that I trust wouldn't let me drink without eating. I had to eat before I took anything mm-hmm. to drink. Those are the people I do. <laughs> they which take is good. Which is good. That's good friends. That's how you know that they're there to take care of you. Mm-hmm. And you didn't have to do that. Because, like, you're 21. You're old enough to do what you want. But it's good that they were there to make sure 
I'm gonna make sure my friend was okay. In fact, not just okay, but doing great every mm. time she drank because she's not gonna feel sick and I'm yeah. not gonna let her get too drunk and she's not gonna have a hangover. I'm gonna make sure she's fine. Right. I like that because not too many people are like that. And I feel like we, all of us should strive as friends to be like that to our people that we hang out with. But I think might as well, he raised the point of like setting reasonable expectations for yourself. Mm -hmm. And um, I think especially like if you grow up in a Christian household, like you go off to college and your parents are so likely to set like unreasonable expectations for you. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, there's this whole, obviously for everybody, there's like a, like, you know, like the standard of like respecting like your parents or whatever. But I feel like for Christian kids, it's even more so because, you know, we have like the Ten, ten Commandments, like, you know, honor mm -hmm. your father and mother. Um, which is is good advice and there's like you know some sticky situations where it's like you know like what if i don't have good like, relationship with my parents or whatever and that gets like tricky there but like just in general like your parents are going to set like expectations for you that they deem reasonable but like are just not like they're just not and i think it's so important to go into like like college like with the mindset of like understanding that like, you're human and like your parents are human and like um, you're you're like you're gonna disappoint them. Mm -hmm. Like I have this thing where like I'm aware that like I'm like everybody that I know I will disappoint at some point in time, and like that's okay because I'm human and I'm not perfect. Um, and so like, you know there's gonna be moments in like your life where like your parents are like, dang, like I can't believe you did that. Like I explicitly told you not to or whatever. And I think there's like a whole. And this is not me encouraging to like, you know, or encouraging you to like break the rules and like disobey your parents or whatever like that. But like, be aware that like it's it's gonna happen. Like you are going to like like be disobedient at some point in time and, and have grace with yourself and like admit like your mess ups, but also like understand that like there are certain expectations that your parents have for you that like are just genuinely like unreasonable for you to to like to meet whether it be like you know they have like a certain expectation for you to believe a certain thing mm -hmm. or or say certain things or be a part of like a certain group or whatever like that like yeah. ultimately like it is like your life and like you you can't just like continuously like live your parents lives mm -hmm. um and that's okay you just also have to come to terms with the fact that like they're not going to be happy with it but like that's okay. Like yeah. they don't, they don't have to be happy with it. Like they don't just get to like continuously like like live, live your life. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's like a whole spiel. But like, yeah. <laughs> like I'm, I'm I'm very passionate about that. Um, yeah, and not like in like a way like you know you get like the right to just like, you know, like do whatever you want and like not think about anybody and like ignore the consequences or whatever like that. But like, it is important to understand that like everybody's gonna have expectations of you, but like ultimately like in my life and in my opinion it's like is what i'm doing like pleasing to the lord mm. like because his his opinion of me which is great like he loves me <laughs> is so much more important to me than um than whatever my parents think of me and i love my parents yeah but like ultimately at the end of the day like i could care less about what they think of me as long as i'm doing what the lord has called me to do mm. i yeah. agree i think when you get into college um especially when everyone's telling you what to do what to believe in whether it's your friends or family in the school you're going to especially if the school you go to or the professor you have believes in something totally different than you believe and um what's that going this? i think it's really good to have be able to have an open conversation about things and be able to talk to people with different beliefs without getting mad at each other and say like agree to disagree and talking to your parents and be all like Hey mom and dad, um, I realized that maybe I'm gonna drink before 21, but I'm not gonna go crazy. Like, um, so if you see me drinking, it's this is what's happening, and maybe having a civil conversation about it, or like, hey mom and dad, um, I'm gonna go out with my friends, and we might do some things that you're not gonna be happy with, but like realizing that you don't necessarily have to hide everything from them. Maybe you don't need to tell them every <laughs> single thing you do, but like having, being able to have a conversation with whoever it needs to be without fighting them. Cause mm. you can tell them respectfully that I don't agree with you respectfully. I'm not going to follow this. 
but still be very respectful of having a good conversation and maybe you guys can both come to understanding that the other side a little bit better. The young it's college, important. the young college Christian life, ultimately you're just trying to figure out is this faith for you, mm -hmm. and you know, it's great when you figure out that it is for you. But there are some people who get to their senior year and they're just like, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I'm into something else, or maybe I'm just not into anything at all. Mm -hmm. um, and to have those conversations with your parents, it's better to have keep that conversation open than to keep hiding it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I don't know where I'm trying to go with this, but like, <laughs> just set reasonable expectations for yourself. Don't think you're going to go into college as the perfect Christian kid and maintain that. You're not going to come out the same way you like, you went in, and like that's okay, and yeah. you shouldn't. Don't, in fact, don't do that. That's the don't aim point. for that. <laughs> yeah, you should be growing, and you should have people around you to keep you accountable, and people that you can have conversations about what you're going through realistically and not feeling you will be judged by them because you did x y and z and you know it was mm -hmm. bad but people are going to call you out and be like you shouldn't be doing that but like i also need help because i'm in a sticky situation that i got myself into yeah. yeah i mean like yeah like totally like honestly like my my faith now looks completely different than my faith my freshman year or even like my sophomore year or even like last semester mm -hmm. um and i think something as well that I've learned about myself as I was saying earlier like I totally like idolize my work and I totally idolize my school um and it's something that I continue to do and it's something that I most likely will continue to do <laughs> but I'm I'm so much more aware of it now like I was doing this bible study on like the bible app with one of my friends um and we both have like a really hard time setting boundaries for ourselves or for ourselves we're not the same person <laughs> we have like a really hard time setting boundaries for ourselves and we have a really really difficult time um with like having like a good like work life balance type of thing mm -hmm. and um this this bible study totally like called me out i was like yeah like dude like people like idolize their work and when they do that like they're like working to earn love and they're working to earn admiration and all these other things right and like dude like we don't have to work to earn that because like like we're just loved inherently yeah. like unconditionally no expectations like like why am I continuing to like strive for this when ultimately like I'm I'm loved as much as I possibly can be and and maybe like you know certain people aren't going to like love me um for for X Y and Z or whatever uh, or they'll, they'll love me more because I'm doing this but honestly like if you're going to love me more because of how hard I'm working like why would I want you to love me in the first place mm -hmm. like why don't you just like love me for like who I am versus like what I'm doing you know what I mean like that yeah. type of stuff. Um, and so that was like a really, and this was like literally like two weeks ago, like I'm, maybe not even two weeks ago, what is time? <laughs> it's like, it's like really recent and I, and I totally got called out by this and I was like, dang, like I totally have been idolizing, um, my work and I've been putting that before, before God and I, I don't want to do that anymore. And it's really, really hard. Um, because like, I think so often in like, especially being like American Christians, we get caught up in the sense that like oh like god has given us work to do and so i'm working to serve him which is not not true like mm -hmm. it is it is true but also like are you putting that work before god because at the end of the day you should putting more you should be putting more work into your relationship with the lord than you should be like working to work i know what you mean mm -hmm. <laughs> no that makes sense okay <laughs> i think um what i learned in this in high school because um I went to a Christian school from elementary to middle school, and then I went to public school um, for high school. And that was the first time where I there wasn't someone there, and I wasn't learning about God 24-7. And it wasn't like God was part of my life seven days a week. It was only like I went to church once a week now, and I was doing so much for my school, kind of like college. I was doing way too much, and I couldn't do everything, and I was feeling burnt out, and I was like, God, I felt so alone and I felt way too burned out like from school, from clubs, from sports, but also like spiritually because I, there wasn't necessarily like a, somebody there to really talk into my life every single day as I was used to and I had to learn to do it to myself and so when mm -hmm. I got into college, I should have learned from high school but the same cycle happened again where I felt burned out spiritually and then I 
stepped away from God for a little bit, and then I realized, oh, I have to go back, and that's so much harder. Mm. Because then you have to reset your mindset and reset your routine and feel like, okay, I have to go back to trusting God again because I went away from Him because I couldn't set boundaries for myself. I idolized my work too much and I wanted to do other things that I shouldn't have done. Absolutely. It's like the whole story, like the prodigal son, which is like the theme of my life, honestly. Me constantly running away from God, like thinking I can do it all by myself, being like, this is great, like a lot. And I'm running away from God and I'm like, I can do it all on my own because like I'm totally like misindependent. I'm like, don't do anything for me. I can do it all by myself. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Um, And so like I'll run away and then I'll hit a wall. and I'll be like, dang God, like I, like I need you. Like the only place that I find true fulfillment and true like satisfaction and content is like when I'm like living like with the Lord and like living in like um, the path that like he's, he's created for me. Um, and I, like I know that, so like why do I run away anyways? Dumb. <laughs> um, but I think like also like another huge part of the story is that like, I think within like modern culture, like we have this like whole idea that like freedom is like, limitless there's no Mm. boundaries to freedom and you can do whatever you want whenever you want to do it but the truth is like there there is so much freedom to be found in boundaries like there is so much freedom to be found Mm. in like setting limits um and having standards for yourself um there's a difference between freedom and chaos yeah exactly and we're not looking for chaos because god is not a god of chaos Mm. (laughs) and even if you don't believe in a god i think you can look at the government way yeah we have rules and regulations for people so the world doesn't go chaotic mm-hmm. so understanding that you need rules and laws and boundaries not just for society work but for you as a person to function mm-hmm. yeah exactly like you have to have those things to keep yourself safe and to keep yourself like happy and you know not like just totally burnt out like you know yeah i was and you were and also you were and everybody else <laughs> probably yeah. has been at some point in time no exactly Speaking of burnt out, <laughs> I actually have a theory. Okay. My theory is that we've, majority of us, have even experienced the atmosphere. Um, it's really cool. Hi, just a quick little break for you. Did you know our podcast is available on Spotify and Apple Music and Google Podcasts and Audible and a ton of other streaming platforms? Make sure to check out our link on our Instagram bio four years underscore podcast to figure out where you can listen to our podcast also make sure to hit that notification button so you can get updated when our episodes are live we wouldn't want you to miss an episode okay what's the on a lighter note um laura what is the the funniest thing that's happened to you this semester or your junior year? Um, <laughs> um, for my 21st birthday, me and my friends went camping because I love being outside. Back to all you know, passionate about people and kind of thing. So we went camping um, and it was literally like, it was so fun. Um, and when I say camping, I do mean camping, not clamping. Um, I prefer to hammock camp. That's like my personal favorite. Um, there's like something just like so relaxing about sleeping in a hammock. Um, anyways, um, yeah, so like we, camped and like we had like hot dogs roasted over the fire and we played this game called pass the pig have you guys heard of pass the pig Mm -hmm. no i haven't okay it's so stupid it's like literally so stupid but it's really fun and it's like literally like you have these like two like big long pigs and you like you throw them up in the air and how they land like determines like how many points you get um and so if it like they have like stupidest landing or position like the names for the position they land in um, and so if it lands on its back, it's called like a razorback. Or if it lands like like on its front feet and like kind of off the side, it's called like a mean shower or something like that. Or um, <laughs> if it lands like on its snout, it's called like a, like a snout or something, I think. I, I don't know. It's it's really, really, really funny. Um, it, just, it just sounds like so stupid, but like, really, I just remember like 
Actually, I was putting table in like, the fish shark, like just chugging foam things up in the table and watching how they land, having the best time of my life. I can see how that can be hilarious <laughs> with a group of friends at midnight. It really was. It was. It was so funny. Um, which I'm sorry if it's like a boring highlight. Honestly, I just love. I don't know any junior who do things this semester. Here we go. What can I say in the coolest? As far as I'm concerned, you won. Yeah. Um, that's honestly like, my best memory from from like junior year so far, and honestly maybe even college. Like um, my 21st birthday was by far I think like my favorite birthday that I've ever had, um, and it was just so fun like getting to spend that time with like um, like my really close friends, um, being outside, being creation, my favorite place to be, swimming in the ocean, playing past the pig, you know, like just like innocent fun. Like, I love innocent fun. You mm -hmm. didn't have to go to a bar. You didn't have to go to a club. Yeah. You didn't have to like get wasted and mm -hmm. you still had fun. I, yeah, I still had so fun. I had so fun. <laughs> <laughs> I had so much fun. And I think like I was talking to like my friends about it as well and like we all like we all just had like a really, really great time. Like it was just like a really like awesome time of just like getting to hang out with my friends and everything. So yeah, it was really cool. Definitely if you love camping, go camping for your birthday. Nothing like it. Um, roast some hot dogs, eat some s'mores. Oh, and then my friends said that like the sweetest thing. They were like, let's play a game. Um, let's like share like your favorite memory of Lauren. And I was like in tears. I was like, that is so cute. <laughs> what can I say? Great friends. <laughs> yeah, that's so cute. I love that. It was really adorable. I feel like I would be the friend that if I was invited, I'll find something to roast you about. And oh, I like, did get roasted, absolutely. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, like, if Julia was here, she would have found something else. <laughs> like, I would make sure to embarrass you. <laughs> They, they did, don't worry. But like in a really bad That's good, that's good. Keeping it entertaining. Yeah, what can I say? I do a lot of roast worthy things, I cannot lie. <laughs> oh yes. Me too. No, same. I call this Laura Lauren Laura's. Yeah, Laura. It's okay. Everybody else. Lauren's extra common. Oh, okay. Lauren's extra common. So use this your chance to promote anything that you want or to give a message of encouragement to the listeners. Whatever you want to say, what is your closing statement for the podcast? Ooh, okay. Well, first of all, I'm going to promote the podcast. Thanks for having me, guys. Really have enjoyed this conversation. It's been so fun. Um, I'm excited to listen to back to this. And also, like, check out the other um, episodes. Um, and then, I guess, I guess, like, my, my big piece of advice. Okay. This is, like, my favorite piece of advice. Um, and it's something that my mom has told me since I was like a child. I'm definitely like, I'm a go-getter, but I'm also like really insecure. And I'm so afraid of rejection. Um, and something that like my mom has like consistently said to me, um, shout out to my mom, I love her. Um, since I was like, I can't even remember, like it's something that she's always said to me, is like the worst somebody can tell you is no. So like whenever I go into a, um, like I'm applying for like, any opportunity, job, internship, like literally whatever, like anything that I'm like um, working towards, um, she's always like, I'm always like, oh, like, I don't know if I'm gonna get it, like, I don't know if I need these qualifications or whatever. And she's like, Lauren, like, the worst thing that they can possibly tell you is no. It's like, what do you have to lose in asking for the opportunity? Like, like literally, what do you have to lose in asking for the opportunity? Mm -hmm. Nothing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if they tell me no, whatever. Like, it sucks it's not like fun mm -hmm. but like it's not like it's not like i've lost money it's not like i've like you know soiled my reputation it's like reputation whatever like you know what i mean like, like it's not like anything bad is gonna happen it's not like i've been put in like a like an unsafe or like in a dangerous atmosphere like whatever like they just said no like not right now or not like not ever and like that's okay because at the end of the day like my worth and my value isn't determined by like what I do so anyways that's my mom's advice for you just talking for her <laughs> thank you Lauren's mom <laughs> that's really good advice I feel like we have the same minds because I could relate so much from you and I feel like I need that advice to myself because as a senior I'm graduating soon I have to start applying to big girl jobs terrifying <laughs> terrifying and I'm like I don't know I'm so scared of rejection I'm so scared of like my first impressions that that's a good reminder for me I just need to go for it. And if you're a junior right now, or going to go into your junior year, don't be scared. Just, yeah. just go for it. And it's scary, and it's okay to be scared. Like, 
like it's totally like fear like being scared is like a normal part of human life um but it's kind of like what you do with like being scared um but being scared of like the, the word no should like never be something that prevents you from like reaching out like an, like an opportunity like asking for an opportunity or something um and then on top of that be authentic that's it authenticity is important people can tell like when you're being fake so what's the point you know just be who you are be who you are i love that good advice. really cliche advice i'm aware no <laughs> it's but it's not it's not said enough honestly yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like it's said a lot but it's not like said and meant enough mm-hmm. yeah but i i really value authenticity um and yeah like in all of my relationships and like anything i do whatever just like being true to who you are good and bad like your flaws and like your your good things um and just fessing up to it all and just meeting those hard truths like i was saying earlier um so like don't be afraid of the word no um and just be authentic to to who you are those are like my my really big things that i try to live by and i'm not perfect so i fail sometimes um but those are like the things that are at the forefront of my mind that i like the standards that i try to hold myself to so yeah that's good advice that's honestly i feel like this is like a low-key therapy session <laughs> for all of us that was very much needed that was really, I, I had a great time with this honestly yeah no same you touched my soul you're welcome <laughs> that it girl comment is still with me right now i'm just like what is my it girl <laughs> I'm still looking forward to it. Don't worry. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our third year episode. Thank you, Lauren, for coming on and sharing your experience with us and imparting your wisdom onto us. Um, please make sure to come back next week for our final episode, the senior year. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.